August 31st, 2018, a 38-year-old from Edelstein, Illinois, went missing. These are the last minutes of Tiffany Murphy. Good morning. It is September 1st and welcome to Kelly's Coffee and Crime Chat. This is Kelly and it is finally here. Finally, September 1st and I am drinking Java Mama, you guessed it, pumpkin spice. (laughs) It's begun. It has begun. So... Um, oh, their pumpkin spice is so good. I make it a little stronger just because I like really strong coffee and I really love strong pumpkin spice. We also have a pumpkin apple cake and an autumn spice coffee. And that autumn spice I want to try. I have not um, gotten it yet, but that is on my list before it's sold out. Mm. Now, I have a couple announcements. Number one, I want to congratulate Candace Vickers for her win of a free t-shirt. I had a drawing this morning and the drawing was for, there's different ways you can get in to the drawing, either sharing my podcast on Facebook, joining my Instagram, which she follows me on Instagram and that's how she got in, um, following my Facebook page. Let me see. There were different other ones. Um, oh, sharing, sharing my podcast on Facebook. I said that. Um, um, or rating, rating the podcast in Spotify or leaving me a um, review on Apple podcast. Because I don't know if a lot of people know this, but when I switched over to Spotify for podcasters, which used to be called Anchor, all of my um, reviews on Apple were gone because I didn't do it the right way. I ended up manually downloading and re, um, uploading my episodes. So it went on to a, like a whole different podcast. And that's why a lot of my episodes were all downloaded and, and they show the older episodes all show the same date because that's when I downloaded them. And, um, I think it was, I think it's February it shows that I did that. <clears throat> so, a lot of the ones that I've already had in Apple Podcasts are gone. So right now, oh, excuse me, it's early. I just got up. I'm off work today. So, um, but that's why. And I want to congratulate Candace and thank you all for your support. Another announcement. I started a Patreon. I now have a Patreon. Episode one dropped this morning. It was after midnight last night. Um, it is $5 a month. And you get, now the app is free. If no, if there's people who don't know what Patreon is, you can download the app for free. There's also a website, patreon.com. And um, for me, my tier is five. There's only one tier and it's $5 a month where you get all of the episodes I put on there. There's going to be high profile episodes. It'll be um, Hollywood deaths and um, true crime that, were they that they made movies out of where movies were inspired by and I've got a couple in mind 
and um, not very well known. I mean, even the movies might not be very well known. So I have a couple in mind and then I have the high profile cases too. So I've got a lot that I'm planning for Patreon. Right now it's going to be two a month, but there's going to be other ones in there that's going to drop within the month because I don't think two a month is all that much for me anyway, personally, but you know, we'll see how busy I get, but there's definitely going to be two a month here and there, probably more, um, like maybe another, a third one as a bonus or a fourth one. Who knows? Who knows? It depends on how busy I get. Um, cause I like Patreon. I can go ahead and record ahead of time and then schedule them to go in at certain times of the month, which I like. So that is right now I have Bob Crane from Hogan's Heroes. His story is up there now. So that is episode one. Okay. That, those are my announcements and I'm going to get going on this case here without any further talk. Um, (laughs) this case was close to home and it seemed very popular at the time. And it's pretty recent, but again, I've not heard of it and I don't understand why, because this girl was missing. Um, and it was like a year, a year until they found out what happened to her. And I did not realize this, but this is this day right here is five year anniversary of her death. And I did not even put that together at the time. Um, you know, I I record every Friday and this just happened to be September 1st. But um, this is the case of Tiffany Murphy. And I got my sources from WEEK. Um, that's our uh, newscast on Facebook and uh, casetext.com and lawandcrime.com. Tiffany Murphy. She was 38 years old on September 1st of 2018, which was the night of August 31st. Um, It was a Friday. Let me think. I looked up the day and August 31st was Friday night, I believe. She was born on September 30th of 1986. I didn't get much of her background, but what happened was she went missing September 1st, 2018. Uh, A friend, quote unquote, a friend said he dropped her off at a local Casey's gas station in Lakin, Illinois on a trip back from Winona, Illinois. And that's the last time she was seen alive. That's what was said. Um, she was living with a guy named Gary Birch told for like three weeks before she disappeared. And he lived in Edelstein, Illinois. Now, um, it is, uh, 383 state route 40 and it's 18 miles from Lakin, which is where he said he dropped her off at Casey's gas station. Um, Gary, then he did, he told the police different stories. He said he mentioned that Tiffany hitchhiked to Florida after he dropped her off. Um, and that she could have come, she could have come across some outlaw bikers, where did this come out? Is he watching every which way but loose with Clint Eastwood? Because that was my first thought. Where do you get outlaw bikers? Um, I don't know if there are. I, to me, that just sounds like a, um, I don't know, like it came from the movies. Uh, I, I don't understand why he would even say it. Now, he was arrested a, a year later, 
2019, after they found remains in a neighbor's yard. Now, there was another guy named Christopher Williams, and he also lived with Gary Burstold. He moved in that same year, July 1st of 2018. So it was that same year, um, a couple months before Tiffany went missing. Um, excuse me. Um, I was going to say something here. Um, he talked while they interviewed him. There, he was in the truck with them that night and he said they did not stop off at a Casey's in Lakin. They stopped and got gas at a BP. Now a BP station. So somebody needs to get their story straight. It's like they're, I don't even think they even went to Casey's, but, um, this Christopher Williams, um, was living with him and Gary Birchtold's house had, or his yard, sorry, had a burn pile near his house. And Christopher asked Gary for a ride from Chillicothe that night of August 31st. Now Chillicothe, if you look at a map, there's Chillicothe, Lakin's not far from Chillicothe, and then Edelstein's like west of Chillicothe, I want to say. So they're kind of up in the northern area outside Peoria. It's like, um, if you look at a map, it's like up at the top, like out, right outside Peoria, like up in the northern area of it. Um, so he asked him for a ride home from Chillicothe. And when he came to pick him up, Tiffany Murphy was in the front seat of the truck with Gary. And according to one of my sources, there was a argument. Um, I was, I found out from the WEEK on Facebook, uh, the live broadcast that they were at a bar and I don't know, it sounded to me like while they were at this bar, Tiffany had an altercation with somebody else, not Gary, but somebody else. And that, that then they had left. I don't know what happened. I never got any, um, information about that, but, um, they were also arguing, Gary was arguing with Tiffany in the truck, according to Christopher, because Christopher's the witness, because he was in the truck with him. During the ride, they were arguing. And when they got to Gary's house, and this was early morning, September 1st of 2018, Gary and Christopher got out. Christopher said Tiffany was not moving, like she was unconscious. So I don't know if she just passed out. Maybe they've been drinking. She passed out. I've done that many times on the way home. Um, Gary asked Christopher to get a chair and bring it outside. Um, he had an RV. Now the case, um, the court report, I thought said he got it from the house, but when they reported it on WEEK, he had an RV and Gary was into methamphetamine. I don't know if that's what was going on in this RV. I don't know. I don't like to make assumptions like that, but, um, he went and got the chair brought it outside. Gary put the chair between the truck and the burn pit. There's a burn pit on the outside, uh, other side of his driveway. So you got the house on the left side of the driveway and the burn pit on the right. So, um, he put the chair between the burn pit and the truck. Um, and then, uh, Christopher said Gary had a gun and he told Christopher to go into the house, stay there, and no matter what you hear, do not come out. 
So Christopher went into the house, he heard six gunshots from where Gary's truck was parked. Gary came inside after that and took some matches and went back outside. Now, um, Christopher just stayed inside. He slept on and off that night. He said he saw a fire burning at some time during the night, which was the burn pit. He also said that the fire burned throughout the next day with 15 to 20 feet high flames and saw remnants of a chair in the burn pit. And that was, that was the chair. Um, Gary kept the fire going for the next four days. I cannot imagine keeping a fire going that long. I take it he doesn't have a job because there's no way, <laughs> there's no way that I could keep a fire burning four days and just sit at home and watch it. I mean, to me, that's just crazy in my opinion. Of course, I don't know that much about how, how long fires burn. I know they, they smolder in embers and that, but um, four days. Um, after the fire went out, Gary loaded up the ash and mud into his truck. Um, Christopher helped Gary Birch told Birch told if that's how you say his last name, dispose of it on a neighbor's property. Christopher said he did not know he, uh, I guess, um, Gary told him it was from tattoo needles that he had. I don't know if he was a tattoo artist. Um, but it sounded like he was because he said he was burning the tattoo needles. And, um, so Christopher did not know that that was Tiffany in the fire. This is what he said. This was his testimony or his, when he interviewed, um, weeks later, Gary told a friend, which, well, I'm thinking this friend was Christopher. I got friend written down here, but he told Christopher that he tied her to the chair and, and that no told a friend told his friend tied her to the chair and that she had begged please this okay this this is hard I, i'm i'm gonna throw in a um trigger warning here i think in the court report it was a it was he told a friend but i don't think the friend was named so that's why um but what she said um was when he tied her to the chair this is a quote i've got it in quotes that gary said this tied her the, to the chair and that she had begged, please, please don't do this. I'll leave and never come back. I'll never bother you again. And that was the quote. Gary said he shot her six times in the chest. Quote, unquote, he said, the bitch's history. That's what he said. He threw her on the fire and fed it with wooden tires. Now, they did find, um, this took a year to get him. She was missing for a year. So, um, they took, um, they found also in the burn pit teeth, hair, <clears throat> and I think some skin. And there was human, there were human bone fragments and six shell casings were found from the debris and, and ash that was moved from Gary's property. That that's all the stuff that they moved and they found. So, um, what he said, Gary, was that he brought her home. First of all, he told him they dropped off at Casey's. Then he changed it. He brought her home and, and Christopher and Tiffany had a physical fight, a physical altercation. And that she accidentally shot and killed. She was actually shot and killed with Gary's gun. 
doesn't say who did it. I mean, so that was one story that Gary said. Um, he was found guilty on all counts. Christopher, because of his testimony, got immunity. So he never got, uh, he was not arrested or, or charged with anything. Gary got 70 years for first degree murder using a firearm and 20 additional years for dismembering a body. Five more years for concealing a body. So all of these are consecutive sentences. And um, I read that the defense argued that this is circumstantial evidence. It's just going off of Christopher's testimony. But number one, look at what was found at his residence. Look at what happened leading up to this. He lied about dropping her off at Casey's. He kept shifting his stories. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I wish I knew more about this one, about before this happened. Like what led him to do this? She lived with him for three weeks. That's not very long. I don't understand why he did this. And, um, sometimes with stories, I don't know if this is one of them, but I know a lot of them, you don't hear a lot that leads up to it because it's so hush hush and they don't want it to get out. Like the, the, the criminal I'm talking about, don't want it to get out. If there was something about him and he's not going to say why he did it, but from WEK, what I got was that something happened at that bar before they left to pick up Christopher. I don't know what it was. I mean, um, if he was into meth and, and selling it, I don't know if he was making it and selling it, but, um, maybe something came out about that. I don't know, but something, I mean, this is just horrible. This is horrible. What happened to this girl? Um, she had a daughter and her mom, uh, got on the stand and told him directly, you must be the devil. And I pity your soul. And there was other things that she said, but um, this was a very sad case, especially when you look up the uh, footage of the trial. This was a pretty covered trial in the area, so I don't understand how I missed this one. Um, because when he went to trial, they were wearing masks. And uh, the crime happened before that, before the whole mask mandate pandemic and all that because it was in 2018 for one year she was missing one year one year that amazes me that this whole year and then they then they found out what happened um wow I just I don't know I don't know what to think about it I just don't know I don't oh it just really gets to me when I was reading this but I wanted to cover it and I wanted to talk about it because oh my gosh this girl did not deserve any of this what happened to her and as Gary Birch told I, I honestly don't know what to say about him but he um has no remorse from what he said from what I've seen in the um, newscasts and uh the links that I've looked up <clears throat> he's never once once shown any remorse for murdering her so um uh, just just really gets to me so now that I know about this I'm going to be following it following like what happens with him and what um I don't think he's got any appeals I hope not anyway but um that's the case of Tiffany Murphy Edelstein Illinois 
my heart goes out to her family. Um, her grandmother also said that um, Tiffany told her that Gary was the only guy she could trust. And that's why she was with him. And then she went on to say the only one she could trust murdered her. So, you know, I don't know. It's, it's such, such a sad case. But um, that is today's case for September 1st. And um, I want to, I, like I said, I usually end on a, on a good note here talking about any updates. I just ordered, I, I haven't watched much on TV lately. I've been busy with work and everything. And I finally got some days off to where I can relax, do some crafting. Maybe I'll watch something new. I haven't watched anything new, but I did order since I did the Patreon episode on Bob Crane. I ordered autofocus from thrift books, which is the movie about his life starring Greg Kinnear and Willem Dafoe. I've never seen that. And I kept always forget to like, look for it. And I found it on thrift books. And that's usually my go-to page for any used DVDs or books. And then everything I've gotten from there has been in good condition. Even the DVDs, if they got marks on them, they so far, the ones I've gotten have played really well. But, um, so, and I also have my Kelly's coffee and movie chat, which is a YouTube uh, channel. So it's like a podcast, but it's only on YouTube. And I also have that Instagram page, which is Kelly's Coffee Movie Chat. You can follow me on Instagram for this podcast, Kelly's Coffee Crime Chat is the Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. I have my email. I'm going to put everything in the show notes for everybody and the links to the W-E-E-K. If I can find the link, I don't know if I can do a link to the actual Facebook post, but I will put W-E-E-K TV Facebook in my, um, in my notes. So it'll show as one of my, um, you know, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying here. I'm, I'm stumped now what I'm, what I'm saying, but it'll show as one of my sources. That's the word. Okay. But happy September 1st, everybody. Happy fall. Do some, I know fall's not here officially, but, um, I cannot wait for spooky season. I'm going to be covering a lot of scary movies on my, the movie podcast, uh, YouTube channel. So I'll be doing that. And I just wanted to wish everybody a wonderful weekend. Happy Friday. And I do have a case, another recent case in mind for next week. Unless I run on to something else. But um, do something fun this weekend. Some Try something new. Do something fun. Relax. Don't worry about, you know, any stress or anything. And um, I just want to wish everybody a happy weekend and I will see you next time.